Kelly Leger, this is Amber Buto, and this is Hosanna Arceri, and we're here at For The One Studios, and we are talking shop today. Uh, welcome to uh, welcome to our show, what we do here in studio. Yeah. So uh, this is kind of a get to know you episode, right? Right. I mean, yeah. really get yeah. to know our studio, get to know us, kind of get to know what our, our crew has done, is doing, and it's going to be doing. So yeah. I don't know. I'm going to just going to throw it over to, to you, Mrs. Buto. And yeah. uh, tell me about like, who is Amber Buto in this industry? Well, you know, it's been a crazy ride. And I think most of you know that if you are on set and you're in this industry, it is a ride, right? I mean, it's got its highs, it's got its lows. And that's what this is about. It's about us coming together, talking about what happens on set practically. You know, I mean, you can you can learn all kinds of things in school, which I think is great. But where the rubber meets the road is where it happens, right? And that and that's been my experience too, you know. So I started out super green like everybody, and then when you get to be on lots of sets, you start really learning the lingo, like martini shot. What you know? I mean, the crazy things that we say in this right. industry. It's another language. It's another world. It is another culture. It is, and so that was really the heart behind you know, a starting set life and for the one studio producing a podcast because we're on set all day, every day. And it's a cool thing to get to be a part of and then to be able to share our experience with those out there that absolutely love this. There's one industry that I've been in that everybody is super passionate about. That's this industry. Super passionate about being on set and learning new techniques and new things and really building a community. You know, we're here in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, go H-Town, right? H-Town. Um, but yeah, we're we're here in Houston and we're really passionate about growing and fostering the the community here in, in Houston too for, you know, the media industry, the entertainment industry, and that's in all different kinds of ways, mm-hmm. you know. I, I like it. I mean, I like what we do because it's um, what we're especially going to do here on Set Life. Uh, it's access to a unique world. It's yeah. like, I mean, how many how many people in this world desire to be in the entertainment industry? Like millions, yeah. but how many people are actually in the entertainment industry? Very, very, very few. Very few. How many people go out to Hollywood with their Hollywood dreams? Hollywood are bust and bust. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the normal yeah. story. So yeah. um, I think this is gonna, this show is going to be a lot of those highs and lows, mm-hmm. those stories. Yeah. Um, this culture, it's such a culture. I mean, you yeah. you know, you know, we, we oftentimes will get online, you can look up a culture in another country. Well, this is, a, this is the culture of production. And, and so, to get to see behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, Hosanna, you You've been a cinematographer for a while now. You shoot all of our, a lot of our stuff here. Um, kind of tell us a bit. So you're on set all the time. And to get to hear from experts in the industry, that's what we're going to do. We're going to bring on experts. We're going to bring on people that really work in the industry, move the needle in the industry, and hear practical, simple tips, advice, uh, what you love. You know, the first episode of this is uh, for the love of the industry. Um, and I think that's um, a really good thing that we all kind of come together in one love for this. So, Hosanna, tell us tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got into it and what's your favorite things. What do you love about this? Yeah, I think um, I got a pretty fun background in that regard, too. I didn't have any desire to be in the production world. I had, you know, I was creative and um, knew kind of had an eye for stuff. But I was an athlete my whole life. And until meeting my wife and figuring out that, man, I really had this gift for seeing an image or seeing a frame. 
uh, just kind of stepping into pursuing that. So I'm one of those byproducts who didn't go to school for it. Yeah. Uh, but being on sets, being around people like Kelly and others who um, you just start learning the trade, you start learning and gathering wisdom in that industry. And it really, um, it's super beneficial. I mean, like, I think we all can agree that getting on sets, getting around those other creatives and learning the lingo, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. a martini shot or even can you Hollywood that? Yeah. You know, it's all those <laughs> stuff that's, you know, the lingo is great, but you're actually learned that you're doing it without knowing it sometimes. And yeah. I think that's been some one of the fun parts about being on sets and um, whether that's grip or lighting or just running a camera or honestly even making coffee runs. I mean, you know, it's just whatever you can do to kind of just get around yeah. those people. Um, I feel like that's paid off more for me than than anything I can go watch a YouTube video for an hour of a guy talking about some of that, but until I actually like kind of put hands to it, you know, pick yeah. up the camera, change a lens or, um, you know, put a C-stand there. I mean, just the other day it was funny. I, you know, realized I was putting C-stands up the wrong way, you know, so it's <laughs> yeah. like you just constantly have to have think the attitude of just, I'm always learning. I yeah. always have to be learning something on set life. Yeah. You know, and that's, that approach. yeah, that's super good. And that's what I hope this podcast does is help kind of teach you some of those things you know i think it's going to i think it's going to expose people too to a lot of things they maybe didn't know production actually was like in the production world it doesn't matter if you're left or right brain like if you're very logistical and a very planner or if you're crazy creative there's like there's a place for you on a production set like there's so many roles and i i think that people are going to see this and then be like Oh, I, I didn't know that. I could. I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. When I was in film school, they like kind of had us do a little bit of everything yeah. along the way. And then you you started to realize, oh, I gravitate toward that. I love that. I hate that, but I love that. Yeah. yeah. And before you know it, you're directing or you're just an editor, or you're just producing, whatever it is. And yeah. And I think that's another great thing that would be good for tuning in is because we are going to have actors editors, directors, cinematographers, producers, executive producers. I mean, you just go down the list of, you know, all the different, like you go to one of the big productions, who knew you would have a hundred plus people on set? Sure. That's right. To shoot a film. That's right. You know, those are the kind of things that you don't get access to that you don't know unless you're into the industry. Mm -hmm. And this is going to take you a little bit behind the scenes of those worlds and get in the minds of the people that are doing it and to see how they say make magic, right? With films. Um, That's because it takes a hundred something people creatively seeing the same vision at the same time and being on point, on time every time to make that happen. Yeah, it's a miracle every time you, yeah, that's what you they shoot say. something and everything works out. It's a miracle. And let me just say, I mean, the people that we're going to have on the show, a, a lot of them have roots here in Houston or they're from Houston, but they are legitimate. Like, I mean, we're going to get some people working on some Marvel movies, some of the greatest talent agencies, some of the biggest talent agencies around, especially in our region. So yep. as localized as we are, it's big. It's yeah. big. It's it's going to kind of be all over the place in a good way. Nice. Yeah. And uh, so I think we're going to be, I want to, so Amber Buto, I want to ask you as we're getting to know each other, how did Amber Buto jump into this industry? Like what, what got you started? What was your heart? You know, we're talking about for the love of the industry. What was your heart for this whole thing? And lead lead us to today till for the one studios. Yeah. Wow. What a loaded question. Ah, (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, I've always loved the industry since I've been a we little one, right? Um, I've loved the industry, but all I grew up from this came from a fairly small town, and all I knew of the industry was acting. Like that's that's the first place everybody thinks, like, oh, I'm going to get in the industry, I'm going to act. 
you know, and then I never did. But that is something I always thought, you know, would pull me into the industry. And as I got older and the more like we're talking about, the more you learn about the industry, um, what tapped into all of my gifts, so to speak, would be producing, running a studio on the on the behind the scenes, the backside of movie making, uh, pulling a whole team of people together to produce something. And that led me to, okay, then let's start with a studio where I can be involved with multiple facets of the industry. And also that my true heart, uh, I'm a strong, my faith, I'm super rooted in my faith. And um, I'm a strong believer and you know, God has a big plan for us. And it was one of the things that I call him my main man, my best friend. Uh, my best friend and I just had a, a little talk and, and he was really pushing me towards the industry to produce good content. Mm-hmm. You know, I think good. the world right now needs good content without agendas, without pushing anything, yeah. but, you know, just some good content. Definitely. And if I say, if I can move the needle in that just a little bit, then, you know, I've done my piece here, uh, my part in the industry and not just in the content, but, you know, love it on the people. That's why we're having everybody from the industry on to just love and encourage. And for those of you that are watching, if you're wanting to get into the industry, maybe you'll hear somebody's story from here that encourages to take the leap. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, Hosanna didn't go to school for it, but had a natural gift for it and Mm -hmm. is unbelievable with a camera you know, unbelievable. So in unbelievably editing, and that is super encouraging and inspiring for somebody watching that's like, oh, maybe I can do that. You know, take the jump. You know, I think um, that's that's something that I hope fosters from here. And that's one of the reasons I got into the industry was to love on the people and produce some good content and bring a community together that has such passion. Take the jump. So how, I mean, how did... What does that what did that look like for Amber Buto? How did how do you how did you take the jump or give us some of those some of your practicals? Even? You know, you hear that saying where it says, "If you could see the whole staircase, you may become overwhelmed." Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Versus just take the first step. Right. Mm. So the first step for me was, hmm, what is a studio? What does that look like? Research. Learn for yourself. I just told somebody the other day. Um, they were like, "What's what's a good." advice you could give for being successful. And I said, probably one of the best things I can say is if somebody tells you what that coffee tastes like and that that's coffee, don't just take them at their word. Mm -hmm. Pick up that coffee cup, look at it, taste it for yourself, own that and know what it is. Mm. So have the confidence to ask questions, have the confidence to learn, have the confidence to take that unassured step in a direction that you have passionate for what's the worst thing right right you 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 totally. might make a mistake you make a mistake so many times in a day right. it's it's ridiculous right. so just take it you're one step closer to your passion you're one step closer to finding out you know something that could turn the light on for you mm-hmm. and that was something i personally had to do in this industry i didn't know anything it was scary it was a scary step to go Okay, we're going to start with uh, one little room and what is soundproofing? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know. Sure, so sure. It, it's, I would just encourage you to take the one step, one mm. step closer, one step at a time. Don't try to hit the, the top of Mount Everest of stairs. Mm-hmm. Just, just take the first step mm-hmm. to, to that's learning. Good. No, that's you know. really good. That's so good. 
enough about me. What about you, Kelly? Yeah. Uh-huh. So more about Kelly. Oh, yeah. man. Well, yeah. well, gosh. I mean, so kind of like you, I mean, I guess my introduction to this industry was on the on the acting side of things. You know, as a kid, I was like on stage here in Houston at the Alley Theater and Wortham and Jones Hall. I, when I was a kid, I was an actor, and so I was on all those all those stages. And then as I got older, um, I, I liked the industry, but I learned really quickly that as an actor, you were always going to be dependent upon somebody else to cast you, to put you in something, to do something. And so uh, while it's awesome and acting is amazing and we love actors and acting is fun, I, I wanted to write my own meal ticket as it were. So as I, as I, as I, I got older and I learned more about the industry, I turned more toward the back of the camera. And because then you could write something and go shoot it. You weren't yeah. dependent and waiting on somebody to tell you, here, I yeah. got the role that's perfect yeah. for you. Yeah. You can just make it. Right. And so um, I started liking directing and producing that side of it and editing and just starting, you know, kind of learning a, a little bit of, uh, of all of it. I mean, when I, some of my first jobs when I lived out in California was... I was editing um, some for a company that was doing um, edits for Sony Pictures. So I was editing for Sony, but I was doing all these airplane edits. So all back in the day before they had the on demand, yes, you know, they're just yeah. going to play the movie yeah. on the plane, the yeah. movie yeah. on the plane. Yeah. And so I'm like editing this horrible zombie movie, you know, down yeah. for like time or down for, you know, whatever they want. Like the zombie gets hit. 14 times, take 12 hits out. And I'm like, <laughs> that makes it better. But right. that was in there, you know. Yeah. So it was all that kind of thing. And, and uh, you know, so you just start, I, I started doing that and I learned editorial and um, I, I recognized, I had a friend who was doing a lot of music composition for commercials in California for big agencies. And so he had, a, uh, he had opened my eyes to the world of advertising agencies and the work yeah. that they were doing commercially. Yep. And so I said, okay, well, I can do that. I can do television commercials. So I started beating down the doors of advertising agencies. Mm-hmm. And we would make as many as a thousand calls a day. Well, persistent to advertising agencies. We, I was yeah. in California, so I'd get up at six a.m. and start calling New York advertising agencies, saying, "Hey, you're looking for a director. You're looking for a director." And it was the, um, it was just I just kept knocking on the door, and um, we figured our magic number, as it were, and we went back and looked at all our statistics, that it took us twenty five thousand contacts with the right person. Looking for a director, not just calls or contacts, 25,000 with the exact right person looking for a director till we finally got our first job. I had no portfolio. I had nothing to show. It was the first person who said, yeah, kid, we'll give you a shot. Yeah. And- um, That's that taking that step. It was. You know, I mean, you reaching out all those times is taking that first step at like, hey, I wanna do this. I, I haven't done anything, but being persistent, taking the first step, taking the risk, and off you went. Yeah. I knew, you know, to I do knew great nothing. things. I knew nothing. I mean, I would, yes, I had gone to film right. school, but in the real world, like you're talking about the practicals, cause you yeah. can learn a lot in a classroom, you yeah. know, but when it comes down to it, somebody's going to give you a whole lot of money to shoot something that represents their multi-million dollar brand. No pressure, you yeah. know, <laughs> right? So I'm like, yeah. I mean, these guys gave us, you know, it was a restaurant chain in Southern California. And I was just like, oh my goodness. And I remember they gave us the, I think we had like a, 
a $25,000 budget. And I thought it was a million bucks. Oh, for I'm, sure I'm it like, was. Oh, sure, first, like, that's huge. Yeah. I'm, I won. I'm <laughs> yeah. rich. I'm yeah, a yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> I remember I didn't sleep at all the night before on that production sure. set at all. I didn't sleep. And um, I mean, because we were like, we're working with kids. I'm like, you know, there's a handful of things they say you never want to work right, with in right, Hollywood. Right, right. right away. Children. <laughs> animals. <laughs> I spent half my career working with trained animals when yep. it was all said and done. Yep. Yep. Special effects. Yeah. You know, they never tell you food, but food, let me tell you, is a whole other thing. You know, yeah. a, a dog will respond to a noise. Food just stands there and looks at you. Yeah. <laughs> Move to the right. The rice just looks at you. Doesn't do anything. You know, just saying. <laughs> food, they don't, they need to add that to the mix. Food, that's a problem. Um, but I, you know, so my first one was, was, a, was a, a restaurant chain. So I'm working with kids. I'm working with special effects. I'm working with food all on one wow. production. It was crazy. And uh, I did all the rookie mistakes. <laughs> I mean, I take like 50 takes of one shot. <laughs> the cinematographer had to be like, this kid, 50, what was wrong with that one? You know, I, I'm overcompensating right. for my lack of knowledge. I don't know it. So I'm just shooting it again, shoot it again, you know. Yeah. And I hired like uh, Michael Negrin, who was like a phenomenal veteran DP. He was shooting Gilmore Girls at the time. He was shooting, wow. um, he was shooting uh, Las Vegas at the time. He was shooting, he was just did a Wes Craven movie. And I'm bringing in, because I'm like over compensating for my yeah. rookiness, my greenness, right? I hired a whole LA production crew. I think I spent more on the production than we made. <laughs> But I wasn't, but I just didn't want to do it wrong. But okay, I'm going to yeah. say there's so many out there doing that same thing. And I think one of the things that I am super passionate about and bringing to the industry is there's a reason why it's called a business, show business. Indeed. You know, and I think it's important to have passions. Yep. I think it's important to take risk. I think it's important to take the first step. But even more important, if you want to stay in it, you got to make a business out of you it. You have to. So you have to find some way to monetize your gift. Mm -hmm. Hosanna, I think you and your wife have done such a great job at that through, you know, y'all's cinematography and videography. You know, I mean, both of y'all have done really well at that and growing, you know, every day because yeah. of it. So what What's some of that? What What can you share with some of that? Uh, in relation to like the growth of, you know, yeah, how did you start? And, and like, you came like, like, sense. right, you like, yeah. I have a passion, I can do pretty cool things with this camera. And now, how do I monetize that? Yeah, I think for, for me especially, it was learning to um, put on my plate what I could eat, if that makes sense, right? I mean, yeah, uh, I think the visual is like, if you go to Thanksgiving for a big family dinner, it's like, oh, I want everything that's offered. Yeah. in it and you put so much on your plate that you just you don't even know where to take your first bite and so yeah. for me it was when I first started doing any sort of production work I mean coming out of the sports world of being an athlete I was I wasn't saying I'm gonna go shoot everything or I want to take photos of family photos or you know like portraits senior side I didn't like try and do everything I mean I didn't really know what to do even some of that so yeah. for me it was like well, what do I want to put on my plate that I kind of want to do and so I my first a gig per se or first um, type of production was just doing sports photography and as it was I was passionate about it so yeah. you know it was willing to say I'm gonna I'm really only gonna eat this one thing yeah uh, for a little mm. bit and yeah. it was man the, the better I got at knowing how much I could get of that and wow I could kind of expand a little bit you know maybe I don't just need the mashed potatoes on the plate and I can yeah. let me put some green beans on there and let me put some of this on there and so um, once I felt like I was getting more accustomed and used to one of those dishes per se it was like oh let me add something else to it so 
you know, I went from doing sports photography to, hey, let me do a wedding. You yeah. Know? My wife was doing wedding photography yeah. at the time and um, I really didn't want to do like wedding photography. It was just not my niche. Like I'm a guy. Yeah, right. It's not really my right. big goals to be like, oh, love story. Great. <laughs> I really didn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah. And um, I would help second shoot for her. But then there was times where we had a friend who asked, hey, we didn't, it was a small little elopement wedding and can, um, can your husband do video? And I was like, well, I've never really done video before. You know, I got some room on the plate because again, I'm just focused on a couple things. Yeah. Um, and then in those moments, you'll realize, wow, like I actually like that thing on the plate better mm -hmm. than I like the sports photography. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so um, I think that was my biggest thing of learning how to turn it into a business was really knowing what the taste I liked, yeah. you know, and I'm not being able to try and if, if I were to taste everything on that Thanksgiving plate, it's just all going to taste the same, right? Yeah. I'm going to be overwhelmed with all diff different flavors. Whereas um, when I recognized something new came on the plate, it was more appealing to me. Yeah. as opposed to just being all of it. And so when videography came in, um, I hated doing wedding photography, but when seeing something in motion on camera on the video side, all of a sudden just fell in love with that yeah. for filmmaking yeah. and even in the wedding industry. And so it was a journey of saying like, I'm passionate about it, but again, how do I turn that into a business? And um, I think it's like in the same sense of just, you got to take it in steps and have to have goals yep. and grow in it. Yep. You know, like I didn't, I wasn't the guy charging an arm and a leg to begin with. I mean, I had to be willing to like be honest and humble. Yeah. I think that's like, there's so many creatives in the city of Houston that, that have like the skill set to charge the arm and a leg. Yeah. It's like, you kind of have to like, just get your foot in. You know, like we talked about just taking that first step, mm -hmm. Yeah. you know, and yeah. that, that's something that was hard for me because I'm more of a diving board kind of guy. Like yeah. I don't really go on the shallow <laughs> end. I'd rather just do a cannonball in the deep end and see if I can swim. Right. Which doesn't, you know, work too well at times, but at least I'm in the pool. Yeah. You know, I think it's great how you took what you had, mm -hmm. even though it was not your like all out passion, but you took what you had and you monetized with what you had mm -hmm. to find what you're most passionate about. Yep. And I think in this industry, that is an important step to take. You know, um, I hear a lot. Uh, well, I don't really like that. Well, I don't like about 50% of what I do today. <laughs> you know, but in order to do the 50 that I love, I have to do yeah. the 50 that I don't love, mm -hmm. right? And that's part of making it a business, right? I mean, we've yeah. talked a lot about this and, you know, sitting around here, we're all like, oh, when is production day? When is production mm -hmm. day? Because it's what we all it's love. The yeah. It's sure. the fun part. Sure. That's like 10% of what we do. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, the rest of it, there's so much more. So I think it's taking that step, taking what you have, you know, and then making something, creating something and finding a way to monetize that that's going to lead you to what you really love in the mm -hmm. industry, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and being humble about your your first steps. So you did the same thing by taking all the phone calls and, you know, making that effort with what you had mm -hmm. to get into the industry to ultimately find out your passion is yeah, directing. That's it. And, and and sometimes you just have to, you know, my mom did a smart thing uh, when I was growing up and she she basically when it when it came down to uh, extracurricular activities and things like that she would let me sign up for anything our deal was whatever you signed up for you had to finish it that was it uh -huh. but so i signed up for everything so i was playing soccer and i was playing tennis and i was playing baseball and i was playing i was doing whatever i was acting and i was doing you know singing it and um but it was really smart because there gets to a certain age you know if you have yeah. kids you know a certain age you can't do everything there's yeah. not enough time they start to have to pick and choose what they're going to do yeah. and i got to that age in my life and 
and it was great. I had tried everything and I knew I can't do it all. And she's like, well, what do you really love? And it helped me decide what I really love because yeah. I had tried it all. Yep. Yeah. I tried all the things on the plate and I was like, I had, I'd tried, I'm like, well, this is what I really love. And so there's something to be said for jumping in yeah. on a production set or wherever you can in the, in the industry and giving it a whirl and just yeah. seeing yeah. like, what is working for me and what do I like? And as you go on, mm -hmm. you realize, okay, I don't want to do that so much. I yep. want to do this. And you, you get, um, it's not, because if you're not careful, it can be paralysis by analysis. Yeah. You know, the whole time you're analyzing, should I, I don't know, should I? just jump yeah. in yeah. and let the thing get refined as you go. As yeah. you go, you'll get, you know, I think more clarity is my, you know, yeah. suggestion for anybody. Just yeah. jump in. And it betters that other 50, right? I mean, if we talked about, you know, the 10%, which is the production yeah. day, I love yeah. that. Yeah. But if I don't learn what the 50% of the other stuff of, man, I don't like it, but I got to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, if I don't learn that, then I don't get to those bigger client gigs or I don't get to yeah. those productions I want to be on. 100%. Right? You know, you're no longer doing the little family photos. Now it's like, wow, we're going to do a legit film or we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, how do I get in between? Yeah. You know, that's the goal is to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And if you look at a film, by the time we actually see a film on the big screen, mm -hmm. years, yeah. let me say that again. Sure. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Do you know how many days have been in production? Depending on how big the film is, but you're anywhere from 20 days to 100 days. I mean, that's a major, major film, but your mm -hmm. average film is anywhere from 20 days to 60 days. That's it. That's all the fun hee-haw, yay, we've all been on set. Yeah. Otherwise, you are in pre-production, you're in development. In an office. You're in an office. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing all kinds post -production of things. Post-production in an office. Then you're in a post-production, <laughs> correct. You know, so there's just a, a lot that goes into making this world look so glitz and glamorous. Mm -hmm. And that is why I think it's important to try everything do what you can with what you have mm -hmm. and find a way to monetize it because you've got to learn the industry as a whole to make it as a business, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think we could sit and talk about set life all day. We do all the time around here. It's one of the funnest places to be. It's right here at the studio for the yeah. one studio. Um, but I'm going to close with this. I'm going to ask each of you, what do you think? Cause the episode is, you know, for the love right of the industry what do you think is your your biggest love in this industry kelly we'll start with you wow um biggest mm -hmm. love in the industry um well you know there's something about walking onto a production set period right when you walk onto it um there's no place like it it's something that you just it's it's just in you and i even though i've been doing this quite a long time now uh I guess every bit of over 20 years, um, I still feel that way every time I walk onto it. Um, I love the medium itself. I, I love that, yeah. you know, you know, as they say, you know, a picture is worth a, a thousand words. Well, yeah. we get like at least 24, you know, per <laughs> second in, <laughs> in, uh, in what we do. And so I, but I love the medium because you can go, you can go so deep you know, mm -hmm. you can speak on so many levels. It's not just the script. It's how yeah. something is directed. It's how it's a, you know, everything can speak. A, a location can feel like a character. Mm. Um, there's so many layers to a script. Um, subtext is one of my favorite things, you know, in script. Yes. That what's really being said, not what's being said. There's so many layers of art. Yeah. I love art. I'm a fan of art yeah. you know, of all types. But in 
what we do in production, you work on art at many, many, many yeah. different levels. This lighting is an art. Yes. You know, everything about this sound is an art. You know, the script is an art. You know, the way that we're, everything is an art, you know, and it's subjective. You could, in other words, yeah. you could have done it a hundred different ways. The age old, you know, mm -hmm. saying in Hollywood, one of the greatest, uh, uh, I guess uh, when people are winning their award, one of the, the, the nods or things they say to people is, uh, you know, you made great choices. And they say that as a compliment because there is about a million ways that that yeah. director, that actress, whoever could have done that. But mm -hmm. the one choice they made was a really good choice. And so they say, you made great choices, good job. And I, and I love that it, there's so many things you can do, so many things could go wrong. And I like that too, yeah. you know, cause it makes <laughs> it scary, it makes it fun, you know? Yeah. And ultimately it's the, the magic of what you have come up with. How can you not like that? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. risky, it's, mm -hmm. it's all of those things, you know? So mm -hmm. that's probably what I love, the multiple layers of art that is, yeah. and it's always changing. Yeah. You know, in this studio, how many things do we do? You're, oh. you're, you could be in, in a church one day, it looks like a church in yes. here, you know? Yep. And yeah. then another day, it looks like a barn. It looks like a whatever yep. we want it to be. Comedy it's show. whatever yes. we wanted, a, a comedy, comedy show. show. <laughs> we <laughs> made it look like a comedy show. That's right, it was the improv yeah. the other day. Yeah. 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 But that came from right there, and now it's live and look, you know? So yeah. it's, I love all that. Yeah, that's good, really good. Okay. I think Zena. for me, the, the thing I love most about production life, set life, and all that is, um, to me, it's the people and the culture. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I'm a big people person, and um, I think it's also part of the, the athlete in me, like, just love the camaraderie of a team, right? I mean, I just yeah. always, I loved my teammates, I love my team, I'd do anything for the win, or I would do anything for those guys, and I think on production as well, it's like you just learn to work with so many people, and yeah. those other so many peoples become your friends, become you're, hey, like, I'm not just meeting, hanging out mm -hmm. with you on the next mm -hmm. gig. Yeah. You know, like, you'll find the good, bad, and the ugly. But man, when you find the good, it's just like, that is just a solid person, a solid connection. Mm -hmm. and so for yeah. me, I think the the people of it, but man, the culture of production is just something in its own. Yeah. You know, we can talk about like the culture in other countries or the culture of this business. I mean, everything has to have a culture to it. Yep. And I think that the production culture is one that um, oftentimes people don't even see it. I mean, you know, like yeah. that's kind of why this podcast is gonna exist. It's people not just to understand the production life, but to understand that there's a culture to it. Yeah. It's really fun and it's full yeah. of amazing people with a lot of Agreed. wisdom who also just wanna share it. Mm -hmm. you know, and I think having those kind of people on production sets and on these production life podcasts will really help with that. Because mm -hmm. um, that's one of the things that stuck out to me the most was um, was developing those friendships that I never knew I needed or connecting with that person. It's like, wait, you're great with a camera, but you're an even better human being. I just really love that yeah. about you. Yeah. So for me, it's the culture and then the people. Yeah, that's good. I love that. Yeah, I do too. I think I can see that in both of y'all as well in the in the things that y'all do and the, the way that y'all are around here in the studio. You know, it's just such a warm place to be. I think we've heard so many times that, ah, I just don't want to leave. It's just so fun yeah. here, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's mission accomplished. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We tried to create an environment that was really welcoming that you felt to get the best art, you authentically have to be yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So you have to have an environment that is authentic and welcoming and allows yeah. you to to be that. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what we've tried to create here not only with the facilities, but also with the people, 
mm-hmm. that we have here mm-hmm. at the studio mm-hmm. and the people that we continue to grow and welcome in. Um, it's super fun. Every new person that we get to come in here is super fun to meet and mm-hmm. and encourage and help uh, to do what they've set out to do creatively. Yeah. Um, for me, I think it's everything you've said, everything you've said. Um, well, that was easy. Yeah, yeah so that I just copy y'all. That sounds great. But I would Ditto. say um, I love storytelling. Yeah, I love do. to tell yeah, a story. You, you know, I love to hear other people's stories. I love to see into other people's worlds um, and that they do through the camera. Mm-hmm. They do that through production. And I love to see how other people tell the story. So if we all took a script today and we all read it, then we all went and made it. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How different it so would be. So true. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that to me is fascinating. It's fascinating to see how everybody's approach to the same story looks so different. And to be able to kind of be a fly on the wall to see all that happen on a daily basis is really exciting for me. I love the people. I love the culture. I love the fact that it is so many layers of art, like you've said. And I love the fact that we get to tell great stories and we get to encourage other people to tell their story in a great creative way. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's why we've started with a studio to help encourage people, hey, tell that story take a risk and have you thought of it like this or how can we motivate you to do it at your very best? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, now, you know, add to this, take away from this, correct me. In my mind, what we're doing on set life is really, we've talked about, we keep saying the word culture, mm-hmm. but really we are introducing, we're pulling back the veil yes. for set life, the production, the culture of production. Every culture has a geography, Mm-hmm. A location for us, it's here at For the One Studio. You know, sometimes yeah. you shoot on location. Yep. There's a geography to yep. any culture. Yep. There's a people. Yeah, we're talking about the people that we love and and um, and and so forth. There's a language. Yeah, you know, it's got its own language. It's got its history mm-hmm. and it's yep. got its stories. And so I think everything here on set life is what we want to do: open up the culture, yep. and pull the curtain back for production for the people in Houston and the people all over the the world. Yeah. And by chance, we hope that you're encouraged by hearing us, you know, our authentic selves, you know, being our real goofy selves like we are. I mean, honestly, before we said roll camera, we were all laughing so hard we were crying. I mean, we were like, maybe there should be some bloopers in this kind of deal because we're just real people doing something that we love, trying to encourage other people to do what they love to Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And that's that's why we started with For the Love of the industry mm-hmm. here yeah. on set life that's good yeah yeah that's so really good. more to come we have lots of great things oh yeah a lot of great surprises uh you'll laugh a lot you'll learn a lot you'll be encouraged and you'll see that we're just everyday people trying to do a little bit of good yep. here in this world that's for sure to encourage so, yeah so until next time thanks thanks for staying with us thanks for hearing us We'll see you on Set Life.